0: Uh, Hello and welcome to Cody and Corbin Have a Podcast, the show where two former roommates talk about a new movie every week. This week on the show, we're talking about a very new movie, maybe the newest movie we've ever talked about on the show, The Batman.
1: Fear is a tool. When that light hits the sky, it's not just a call
0: so born. I'm your host Corbin's vocal, and as always, I'm joined by my Caped Crusader co-host Cody Webb.
1: <laughs> Sick intro. Um, I wouldn't call myself a Caped Crusader per se. You know, it's probably pretty uh pretty subjective, I guess. But yeah, man, no, I'm uh you know excited to be here. as uh, our second time sort of doing a a recent release, so I think it'll be fun and. Um, I think it's actually a great movie to talk about. I have, I have a lot of uh, thoughts about it, and I'm sure you do as well. But um, yeah, excited to be here. How are you doing today, man?
0: Doing well, man. Uh, just a couple of days until spring break. That's what I'm uh, hoping for right now. So <laughs> I'll be uh, a baby. Jeez. Um, so I'll just get into why I picked the movie. Why? 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 So it was my uh, choice this week.
1: I didn't even know this was your pick. I thought we were just doing a movie.
0: Yeah, it was my pick.
1: All right, fair right enough. So I
0: chose to do this movie. Obviously, Cody had the pick last week, um, with uncut Joms. And uh I decided I the Batman is super topical. Uh there's a, a ton of great things to talk about within this movie. It's a really interesting take on a you know, a story we've seen a couple different times. Um, so I decided why not do the Batman? I'm sure people will be interested to hear our thoughts on a movie that just came out. So I wanted to get into it. That being said, let's go to our initial thoughts. <laughs> Cody, hit me.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'll hit you. Uh, I got a few initial thoughts. First off, off the bat, um, just like the overall tone and sort of the take that they went for this movie, I uh, did not expect going in at all. Um, This is basically just ultra realism. Um, Mm. The way I view it is, if Batman was a real person in today's age right now, this is likely how it would happen. And that's pretty common throughout the movie. That's how it is for the villains. That's how it is for most of the characters. That's how it is for the Bruce Wayne character. Um, And I I didn't expect that at all, which is something I really like. And I think it's a good direction to go just because we've had, I mean, what, like 10 other Batman movies. So, I mean, just straight off the bat, I was pleasantly surprised by that and i mean i think what carries this movie is i mean there's a couple things my favorite thing about it is just how it looks the filmmaking and the cinematography i think this movie's fucking beautiful um and again like i'm not the film bro over here so i probably don't even know what i'm talking about but it's ridiculous how good this movie looks um and yeah the story I, I i'll touch on you know a bunch of beats later but i'm generally a fan of this movie i, I think it's one of the the best Batman movies we've ever seen and um, not the best, but um, it's up there for me. And uh, obviously I've only seen it once, but my initial thoughts are, are super high. And uh, I mean, we'll delve into the stuff I don't like, which there is some stuff too, but I really enjoyed this movie.
0: I second what you're saying. I mean, I, I did enjoy this movie a lot. Um, I think Batman is a character that we've seen done so well. That it's like, how do you follow up some of the greatest comic book movies of all time and also some bad ones, too? Um, but I think it's a new take. Uh, it keeps some things the same, but it, it's refreshing. It, it, like you said, it's a little bit of a different style, it's grounded. Uh, I think Nolan was generally grounded as well in his take. Uh, the Bane stuff was supposed to be like a more realistic, but still, you know, like Bane probably couldn't happen today the Razal ghoul stuff is you know kind of mystical and fantastical but this is truly a, a grounded take you know you've got a character like the Rig- riddler who is you know reminiscent of the zodiac killer and in, in, in a real life like serial killer type <clears throat> in this world so i do think that's really interesting you talked about the cinematography i think the look of gotham city in particular i just love uh going back again we're probably going to talk about the comparisons to the dark knight but i think the dark knight Gotham's cool it's very chicago this i think is a cool mesh of like a couple different stuff it was shot um over in the uk london liverpool glasgow i think um but it's got kind of that like old london feel but then also like the new york times square which i absolutely love like with the the buildings that look not New York, but the New York Times Square, and the way that creates Gotham, and just like the noir and the rain of everything. I think Gotham is great; it's the coolest that I think it's been done on screen. Um, and then moving on, the something that we'll hit on in the next category a little bit is this is a a Batman movie, not a, really a movie about Bruce Wayne, right? Um, yeah. which is different than than what we've seen in other iterations. So it's really focused on in really it's not like two sides of a coin it's one character it's the batman is is living in both shoes where in nolan's you know he's he was able to switch and he was the 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 billionaire playboy and even in like when keaton was doing it he was still you know at the parties with the tuxedo on you know smiling away so i think that's also very interesting
1: Yeah, i agree and um yeah i think maybe we'll see more of a bruce wayne uh character in sequels um but i Like I said, I actually really like that. Just sort of, he is Batman almost 80, 90% of the movie, which is so unique. And I think such a good take on it. Um, Another thing I wanted to bring up in initial thoughts, um, this movie kind of rips off a couple of other decent Mm. movies, but I think it might be able to get away with it because I think it's better than those other movies. Mm. The obvious ones, the obvious uh, rip-offs, you mentioned it before, Zodiac. I mean, the Riddler. He's he's basically dressed like the Zodiac Killer, and his symbol's also pretty reminiscent of of that symbol, and he acts similar. So, in, is in he ripping
0: more. off the movie Zodiac, or is he ripping off the real life Zodiac Killer?
1: Well, you take your pick, but <laughs> but also, I mean, this is also Seven. I mean, it's the movie Seven in a nutshell. Just how it's
0: his look. His look isn't really reminiscent of what fincher does in zodiac for the killer i would say but it is reminiscent of like drawings of the what people said zodiac looked like like the glasses through the mask is like a thing well, that's taken directly from that
1: sure but i mean the way he dresses too like i don't know also I mean, yeah he's
0: just a white dude in all black i mean <laughs> that's killing people and i guess you could
1: can... well this is green yeah it's not black so yeah, big same thing but um as well i mean Paul Dano is playing the exact same character he played in Prisoners, if we're being completely honest here. He just has more lines and laughs more. It's the exact same performance. But, i well, actually, I don't know. I I think he might be better in Prisoners, but I think the the villain as a character is better in this movie. Um, Regardless, whatever you take from the plot of other movies, um, I don't really think that's relevant if you're better than the original source material. So... I gave it a pass in that. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, do you have any other initial thoughts? That was pretty much the majority of mine.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much all I had as well. We can uh, move on to roll credits. Roll credits. I'll get us started here. So I think the main thing I want to talk about um, is the, just the title of the movie, The Batman. I think that's really interesting. We were talking about how this isn't really a Bruce Wayne movie. It's it's about The Batman. And it's like, it it takes away, it's less about like, batman as like that's his name but like he is the batman uh in this like he's he's like this mysterious figure that people don't really know yet um that's you know writhing around in gotham you know he's it's year two he hasn't done anything major he hasn't like saved the day in some huge way but he's been doing this for a while and he it's kind of been his thing what do you think about that
1: yeah i mean i i like the title as well just because um like sort of what we were talking about earlier there's really no Bruce Wayne like this is the Batman's movie the Batman kind of just a cool title you know could have gone a lot of different ways but you know real strong adding the to the beginning of it but regardless I think just in terms of the story too I think it adds an interesting um you know arc in a sense because I mean the majority of the movie you don't really hear anybody calling Batman he doesn't even call himself Batman, really. He calls himself Vengeance. Um, and then obviously the turn at the end where, you know, the, the terrorist guy calls himself Vengeance. He's like, oh, shit, maybe Vengeance really isn't the answer here. And it's sort of also like, I'll talk about this later in my favorite part, but him turning into a hero and, and not really just Vengeance. So also a, an interesting point, just roll credits, I think we talk about in general is he does say the Batman in the movie um and it's like it's a scene where it's like uh they're in their they're riddler's apartment blah 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 and i don't know the lines like something like um you know he's coming after me or it's going to come to an end and he's like the batman so that's kind of cool i don't know if the batman is really said any other time in the movie uh,
0: well all the the letters are dr- addressed to the batman
1: yeah that's true that is very true and they probably say it like once or twice with the <laughs> letters but I don't count that shit. If you write it out, that doesn't count. No. Uh, it's got to be more you know, unique in the script, but yeah, that's my take. <clears throat> yeah,
0: for sure. Um, did you? I didn't really have a whole lot else for this category. I, did you have anything else? I did
1: have something else more in line with the credits. Um, I don't know if you know this. You probably do, um, but there was like an end credit little snippet. Do you know about that?
0: Yeah, I didn't stay, uh, but so <laughs> I was basically, I was sitting in the theater <laughs> and I Uh was like does this have an end credit scene something was like yes there's something after him but they're like 15 minutes long and we all kind of wanted to leave I hadn't eaten dinner it was a a three-hour movie I didn't really want to sit there for another 10 minutes to be honest so then I looked up I looked up what it was and it was like it says goodbye and then it like flashes the link
1: yeah so basically, um, I'm on the exact same page as you. There's no fucking chance I'm sitting up for the credits. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I went and looked it up online, and yeah, it's just like the Riddler saying goodbye, and then there's the link to the, whatever the...
0: El Rattelababa.
1: Yeah, whatever. But uh, you can like just go and talk to the Riddler, which I think is very, very, very stupid. Um, <laughs> you know, <put> something <laughs> at the end of the credits, make it something cool, not something, you know, how many clicks can I get on a website? Because it's, it's at the end of the batman um but yeah dc get your post credit scenes you know up to up to date here because that that's just embarrassing but yeah yeah that's everything i got i
0: i agree with that i not worth staying let's talk stupidest part
1: you stupid
0: Uh, i guess you kind of hit on something that was pretty stupid so do you want to keep the train rolling
1: sure i have two main things um and they are major gripes with the movie which is the reason why it knocks down the score for me a little bit. There's two things in here that I really don't like. First off, um, I don't know if this is really just my issue, but I really hate that his parents are like corrupt and, and bad people and everything. For me, it really felt like the amazing Spider Man 2, where <laughs> for some reason Peter Parker's parents have to be super spies. Oh, for some reason, Bruce, parents, Bruce Wayne's parents, excuse me have to be these corrupt people who work with mobsters dude yeah but when he's literally care. like the
0: richest person in the entire city he's obviously sure. gonna have like
1: like i said and maybe it's not it's
0: just he's me. a little corrupt but he's like a good guy in the end that's the whole point
1: supposedly um that's what alfred says but who the fucking yeah. believe alfred in this movie but i mean yeah maybe it's just my thing just because it feels so much like that and we've seen so many other batman movies where. Yeah, his parents are his parents. They don't need to be involved in any other aspect of it. That just gripes me for some reason. And I really, really disliked it. Every time when like when they were in the uh whatever projector, I was just checked out of that scene. Like uh, I just lost interest immediately when they started talking about uh his parents and everything. But that could just be. Um I do have another I'll bounce it over to you though. What, what do you think is the dumb part in the movie? Uh
0: so i didn't really have like a big i have just like a few
1: i'm a few perfect my guy
0: no no no. i have like a few like nitpicky things type stuff that i just i don't like really so first of all uh the whole like drops the drugs that they like are using like i i don't i think that's stupid uh why do they always have to make up like some weird drug where like people oh. do eye drops and shit like <laughs> why can't it just be a normal drug especially like if you're doing a grounded movie and like but like the one weird thing you change to make it like ununiverse, universe other than like there's a batman uh you're like oh there's weird drugs <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's I, hate really
0: true. I hate that shit
1: yeah it's like the worst world building ever <laughs> it's like oh let's just make a weird drug I. Like- it's sort of like the one in the Looper. Uh, and it's like
0: not explained at all, or like yeah. there's no, like... it has no real consequence other than just being there. Like,
1: there's no tie into the story at all with it, really. I, no. I agree with that completely. I forgot about that. Um, you want to keep going? You got another one? <laughs>
0: uh, this is, I'll talk about this a little bit more later again, but why is this dude so obsessed with that one Nirvana song? <laughs> it, listen. I get, good song. so i get you know it is a good song i like its use early in the movie but it like comes back three times like they keep playing it and yeah. it was in the trailer and it's like it's like it's the theme song and i get like matt reeves listened to nirvana and wrote like the entire first half of the movie and was like the main inspiration for this version of batman is kurt cobain but it's just overused like he has a theme that's the score theme. Like let that be the thing that that resonates throughout the movie, not this fucking.
1: It's so depressing. It's no, I agree. It, it is overplayed, I think. Um also the just like main theme, the music is very good, I think. And to play this Nirvana song three times, you know, I don't know. You have you don't like the main theme? That's interesting. But um Also, just pick a different Nirvana song. Like they have multiple good songs. I think if you
0: like, I think it'd be cool if the whole movie was like in different, like grunge '90s rock band. Like, like do it throughout the whole movie with different songs that apply to different moments, not just that same song.
1: I agree, and I think the that song does fit in the first usage, but when it pops up again, it's sort of like, (laughs) why is this in here again? But 100% 100% I back that the just the main theme in this movie is unbelievable I think it's top tier batman music and we've had some of the best batman music you know coming from these movies so I don't know what you're smoking over there but this music is very very good
0: listen I I'm not a huge like music like score in movies like I don't pay too much attention to that uh, It's near the bottom of my list um and like things that I can point out but I don't like this score and it stood out to me as I just did right. not like it. I don't like the the Darth Vader of it. Cause it it's, felt
1: too Darth Vader y
0: Yeah, it's like the Imperial March. <laughs> I mean it's like clearly referential to that. Um and I just don't like
1: I don't know that for I, the I'll, character. I'll have to go back and listen to it, but I didn't hear any I so, heard it. Like I, so,
0: I heard it in the uh, theater. Like uh, there's uh, like this it's more there. of it's more of like a like it's it's more of a drone sorry i didn't do a good impression of it there but it, it's not dun, dun, dun. like
1: yeah. it's
0: not as hard hitting and bass heavy but it's
1: like it's slower it's, it's definitely a slower there Darth Vader, and like an organ
0: know. um listen i heard it in the theater and then i've seen <laughs> people talking about there's like spotify like remixes of it with the imperial march there's people i've seen a youtube video that i watched like looking at details in the movie where they're talking about like the imperial score like i'm not the only person that say this so
1: yeah you're on an island but (laughs) what else you got i'll just go listen to it again but yeah my. but if you think
0: okay if it if Uh it is star wars darth vader influence do you like that or not like that
1: i don't think it's relevant what does he have to do with darth vader but i mean he's not he's not really the villain he's a you know, hero so well, that's
0: what i'm saying i think it's bad like i attribute that to when i see that i feel darth vader and it's like i i just don't think I it I matches get if it, the archetype. Reminds
1: you if it reminds you of darth vader i would get why you wouldn't like it i just didn't get that feeling on first watch but i'll definitely go revisit it because i did like the score a lot but yeah my other main thing that i really don't like about this movie and makes me worried about the sequel uh wink <laughs> wink why the fuck is the Joker back, dude? I mean, I get, I get that the Joker movie made like a billion dollars. It was this massive hit. Just make a sequel to that, dude. I, like, how many Jokers have we seen in the past 20 years? It's getting ridiculous. They're running out of good actors to do it. And spoiler alert, I think this guy's garbage from you know the 30 seconds we got from him. I don't even know. Like,
0: you know I, who it is?
1: they're just laughing yeah do you know who it is yeah cleaning yeah he's in Eternals. dummy seen, Uh, uh they're no- dunkirk yeah he's in that too
0: yes i've seen dunkirk he's also in the green knight
1: i thought you said you hadn't seen dunkirk
0: no i talked about how i didn't like it <laughs>
1: yeah, i've I seen know. it
0: but i don't like it
1: i mean i like uh generally i'd say that guy's a pretty good actor but his one scene i i really did not enjoy and I just don't understand w- what the need is to bring him into this franchise, because you already have a psycho villain in the Riddler, and then you're going to do the exact same thing in the next movie, where it's just going to be, oh, he's outsmarting Batman again. Like that's the entire, it's, that's the entirety of the movie. I mean, it's just going to be the Joker's always one step ahead, just like the Riddler was. I really don't need to see that again. If let me
0: Yeah, I mean it's tough because the Joker's been so overused, but I feel like having a batman without the joker i don't know i don't know if it like i feel like batman has to have the joker at some point
1: that's fine bring him in the third one if he's in the sequel i'm so just less excited for it like do something different do something interesting you're in this such different universe anyways you can go any sort of way about it that you want with pretty much any of his rogues gallery oh but fuck it let's do the joker again and do the exact same movie Uh, that just doesn't seem very fun or, or different or interesting to me at all i don't
0: know all right i mean i i, <laughs> I, hear, you. I hear you i hear you um <laughs> i you think i think they could potentially do like uh don't fully he's maybe a small part in the second one and then like he is the main villain in the third one i don't know the joker the riddler is kind of just the joker in this but a little bit more methodical instead of you know being just like chaos uh i thought his gadgets sucked
1: Mm -hmm. what gadgets did he have you got a smoke bomb that's about it
0: he's got his weird contact lenses
1: those are cool actually
0: i i don't like those i think it's dumb like he could do if you're gonna have contact lenses i think you could have contact lenses that do cooler shit than just record people and facial recognition and after the fact i don't know he's rich right like he could do anything
1: well supposedly i don't know he's He's running out of money, evidently. Um, yeah,
0: that's also true. I don't know also, what's the deal with his like company.
1: If he, I like his grappling hook where he just puts it through people's legs. That's pretty cool. Well,
0: and then he had he tried to do the uh, he tried to glide off a building and he hit the L train and <laughs> like
1: spun <laughs> yeah, what, out. What do you think about that like air suit he had? I thought that was kind of weird.
0: Yeah, it was strange because it, like it it was it ended up just being like a gag of like oh he's still inexperienced and like hasn't tried everything out yet.
1: Yeah, I think that's a cool scene, but especially him flying. But I was just like, "Oh!" It
0: lasts like two seconds, and then he get like he doesn't really fly.
1: Well, he's zooming, and then he just smacks. He almost hit like the bridge too. But yeah, yeah. his gadgets are are not the best. So yeah, I I do agree with you there. I mean, sort of suits like,
0: cool. Suits cool, but
1: yeah, I'm not a big fan of the suit. Honestly, uh, I think it's average compared to some of the other ones. But for year two, I feel like he's he's really going at this about as slow as possible like what was he doing for two years just you know beating up criminals nobody's ever challenged him i don't know get your gadgets together my guy
0: yeah for sure he doesn't have morgan freeman that's the problem
1: True. morgan freeman in your ear i mean that guy will just whip out anything as well so i respect it
0: yeah that's all i got
1: all right fair enough let's kick it to favorite part what you got
0: um, I think the opening is pretty good. Definitely not the best opening to a Batman movie, but it is a solid uh, movie opening with the Riddler, uh, particularly that part where, I don't know, there's kind of a little bit of a jump scare there. That's, uh, yeah. you know, it's terrifying. So I like that. What do you think?
1: Oh, it's scary. Um, I actually don't even like the opening at all, if I'm being honest. I, everything with the Riddler in this movie is absolute mid to me. Um, that was pretty much his main scene for the first three hours. So, you know, be what it is. But, you know, the the visuals are cool and him coming out of the shadows is interesting.
0: Paul Dano does not get to shine in this role at all. He doesn't get to do much.
1: I was, I mean, I'm not a fan of the character at all, if I'm being honest, but there are a lot (laughs) of other things. I mean, the movie doesn't, the movie doesn't focus on him. So, you know, how, what's his screen time? Half hour tops a two and a half hour movie. Not great for the main villain, I don't think. But regardless, um, my first, I have three scenes here. Um, I'm probably going to spew pretty long about them because I do like them each individually. Uh, probably my favorite scene, if I'm being honest. I'm just going to start with it. Uh, it's the it's the fight scene. I don't even know where they're at. They're somewhere. But it's with the guns just spraying at them in the dark. And it, it just, I mean, like I said, this movie's fucking beautiful, dude. This scene, the way it's shot, I think it's so creative. You just got them in the dark. And <laughs> he turns the lights off. And you're like, oh shit. And then they just start spraying and you know it's you know, stop, start, stop, start. He's just beating the crap out of you because you can't see anything. I love that shit. Um, I think that was easily the, the part in the movie where I had the biggest smile on my face, just being like, All right, that's actually pretty dope. Um, so yeah, that's an easy pick for me. Uh what do you think about that scene?
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I have a little bit more to say about it at a later date, so I'll I- hold
1: off. Fair enough. I'll jump straight into my next one, which is the car chase, which we haven't talked about yet. Um, I'd say probably the best, you know, Batmobile chase in a movie we've seen. Gotta be up there. Um, can't think of a better one off the top of my head. Um, probably just because of how practical it is. Um, I did go and look into the behind the scenes of a little bit because like, did they actually launch a car, do like a big thing of, of uh, you know, fire and obviously there's CGI in there, but they did launch a car and it's pretty fucking sick Uh, and then also just that leading to the another such a cool shot which wasn't the trailer which i'm kind of pissed about but the upside down shot of the penguin's view of him just strolling up i think it's so badass so cool we haven't mentioned the penguin actually either and that's a that's a cool part of the movie but um yeah that specific shot and just that entire chase scene i think was was really well done
0: yeah i agree it's pretty sick the the fire behind him and just like the glow of, of of the explosions and everything and like the night sky of gotham like through the streets is cool so 100 uh, i also really enjoy his like fight through uh the lounge place where he goes and visits the penguin for the first time the so, like club. when he yeah. when he yeah through the nightclub when he first meets catwoman i think that's really sick as well like that particular fight sequence the way he like pushes through all the people, and it, they're pretty drawn-out takes, so I think that's really yeah.
1: cool. I forgot about that. That is also a, just a visually very cool fight. Do you have another scene? I have one more. I want
0: to that's all about. I got. Let's hear
1: it. Uh, uh, we're just jumping to the end here. I mean, it's the ending, basically. Uh, I mean, there's like probably more movie after it, but <laughs> the the scene where, you movies
0: know... Movies have in, multiple endings. We've been there. Yeah. We've talked about it.
1: Obviously. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's where he turns into a hero. Um, sort of uh, the place gets flooded, and he's carrying people out, and he's got the, you know, whatever it's called, the flame. What's the thing called, Garvin? He's got the flame thing. Flare.
0: It's a flare. <laughs> it
1: That's why Corbin's on the show, just for moments like that. <laughs> oh, he's got the flare. Um I mean, if this doesn't hit you, you know, right in the gut, I don't know what will. It's literally, like, the beginning of the movie, I think, is... So cool, just his turn, because that, that opening scene with him where he walks out of the shadows and he beats the crap out of the face paint guys, and the guy he saved is is laying on the ground and be like, please don't hurt me, please don't hurt me. He his, Those first two years was pure fear that he was just unleashing on the city. And now he's got to become something else, because that's what Gotham needs him at, at that moment. You know, catastrophe's has hit. I mean he he was outduked by the Riddler, if we're all being honest here, but I mean he's he's there for the people of Gotham and he turns into a hero, which I think is, you know, very cool storytelling. And again, something we really haven't seen in, in a Batman movie, I don't think, where he's beloved by the people of Gotham. Um I fucking love that. And that also just the way that, that scene shot as well, where everybody's following him out of the water. Um, he's carrying people out the, the helicopter you know chopper scenes cool um, but I mean just the emotional resonance of that I thought was pretty powerful and, and um, something again I didn't expect if you can keep me off balance with the Batman movie and you know throw in a little bit of heart at the end you're gonna win me over pretty easily so that uh, just the combination of you know the themes and the in the storytelling that I think is is very cool.
0: For sure let's uh move on to our next category let's talk filmmaking we are full sail university we take dreams seriously yes, sir. Yeah. time to go to class um so this is i've kind of been referencing that i have a lot of previous things we've already talked about that i want to talk about further and here it is in this category this movie is very self or sorry, is very referential to other films. So I kind of wanted to go through some of those references, some of the things that have been cited as inspiration and, and, you know. So I just wanted to get into like the behind the scenes of that or or at least what Matt Reeves says is uh, related to this movie. So first one, in Gotham, it's literally always raining, pretty much all the yeah. points at night. It's always pouring outside. Um, it's It's a rainy city, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the movie Seven, David Fincher specifically, Matt Reese specifically, both of them said, we want it to seem like urban life is being, you know, torn down and it's dirty and it's wet and it's it's gross. And that was the choice. It was it was that they were both going to be rainy and in Seven, it's raining all the time. So that's the first one. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, what, what do you
1: got? I just said I really like that about the movie. This is like such a grim Gotham because, well, first off, it's always nighttime. That's not grim. But. It's literally always raining when they're out doing stuff. And I really like that choice. Yeah.
0: Then obviously you have, we talked about it. The Riddler heavily influenced both by the real Zodiac killer and the way the Zodiac killer was presented on screen by David Fincher. Again, clear. Matt Reeves is a fan of Fincher's work. And this has a lot of that same air and same quality of the directorial style tone wise, very similar. Then you have movies like All the President's Men in Chinatown, which deal with just like this, these are the ones that the director specifically decided. Like, oh yeah, like I was thinking about these movies. A lot of times, directors will say that you know when they were making Civil War, the Russo brothers were like, oh, we really took inspiration from some like you know classic spy movies or what like not Civil War, Winter Soldier, like that. And it's like this is a Marvel movie. Like, how much how much are you really? Inspired by this amazing like film. Like, oh, this one was based on Citizen Kane. Like, shut up. Uh, <laughs> it's just mumbo jumbo. But yeah. those movies, Chinatown and all the presidents been, you know, it's a big, you know, corrupt city plot. Chinatown specifically, there's city water infrastructure at stake. Um, and there's like a surprise daughter at the end of the movie, you know, Selena Kyle's the surprise daughter of Falcon, and this, so it's very similar. And then finally, uh you know star wars i gotta talk about some more it's in evident in the score i think it's also very evident in the hallway scene that you're talking about the cinematographer for this movie is the same guy who shot rogue one which obviously contains an iconic hallway scene not the first one but a second one a very cool scene of darth vader lit purely by the lightsaber there's also obviously some cues being taken from that as well disagree Mm -hmm. cody
1: I mean, sure, uh, <laughs> I do disagree with that pretty pretty wholeheartedly. I mean, yeah, sure, there's the similarity of they're in a hallway and there's not a ton of light, but
0: – And I they're shot by the same person.
1: That's fair. I mean, but, like, there is light in the Rogue One scene. It's just right. him coming out of the darkness is, is cool because he just ignites his lightsaber at the, at the exact moment. But, I mean, you can see him, like, impaling dudes with, you know, through the heart and stuff you really can't see him beating the crap out of anybody. It's it's pitch black unless, you know, they got a gun going off. But mm. yeah, that's true. That probably one of the reasons that guy got hired, he's like, oh, I have a really good idea. And they're like, okay, what have you done before? He's like, oh, pretty much the same thing. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I do buy that they're similar, but that's an interesting point. I would have never, you know, made that connection probably.
0: What's your uh, what's your filmmaking lesson, Cody?
1: You know what? Um i've done my filmmaking piece on this episode (laughs) i really didn't i thought long and hard but the stuff i mentioned with just like the shots and you know the upside down blah blah blah. in general you know my filmmaking lesson is if you want okay
0: because i'm the expert and you're just i'm teaching you so it's okay you don't have to bring you don't have to bring something every week
1: if i bring something in you know it's just extra credit at that point but a little
0: um, brown nosing
1: my lesson this week is this movie's fucking beautiful. And if you want to, you know, just look at a visually stunning movie or you want a, an example of how a movie should be shot, I think uh, this is a, a glaring and obvious choice. So that's all I got. I, I can't really, you know, critique anything going on in this movie filmmaking wise because I think it's top tier stuff.
0: What do you think about the uh, specific production design that they used, at, like at Wayne Manor, like the way they built that out and the, the, the look and style of, of Wayne Manor?
1: I think it's cool. I think it's different just because it's a ridiculously ridiculously nice house. And
0: it's like a castle.
1: Yeah, it's literally it's like, like
0: gothic old Dwayne's, Paris.
1: Yeah, it's like the Waynes are the most rich people on Earth, which I think it's interesting if they really if he is really going to get recognized like that just at a you know, town hall um, funeral or whatever people's like, "Oh shit, that's Bruce Wayne." Like you need to be famous for something and especially and when
0: yeah. he's like a guy that doesn't go out
1: yeah exactly like if, if people still know his face and you know nobody's seen his ass for two years likely uh you should have some money but i thought it was an interesting choice just you know the house itself obviously is is very cool looking but the production design for that it had to be insane
0: yeah the uh the old gothic style is interesting i I think it feels a little weird and like it's like a little too over the top and out of place in the movie. Yeah, because um, everything else seems like so like normal, and then it's just like this weird like fantastical like I don't know. I do kind of. It's agree like the th- it, like they do a good job of meshing the like London aesthetic to like an American city throughout the rest of the movie within like the actual city of Gotham. But I think here they just like roll too much into like this. Just feels like old world, like England, not America whatsoever yeah i do kind like, of i don't know to- if there's anywhere in the country that really looks like that other than like a cathedral
1: yeah you're not wrong in anything you're saying I, there's just like not too many scenes in the house i don't think what is there like two three the beginning yeah. and then a couple in the middle but yeah it is kind of out of place and sort of like oh shit like where the hell are we even at right now oh it's his house okay it's it's ridiculously nice but yeah i do agree
0: Let's move on to weird movie details. Trivia
1: grandma. Right.
0: Actually, I have a question regarding Wayne Manor in my trivia.
1: Nice. How many so, questions you got?
0: I got two. No choices for either one. so.
1: I don't have any choices for anyone. I'll, you want me I'll, to kick you it off? You I got three. Go.
0: You can go. You can go. It's fine.
1: <laughs> You're a baby. All right. My first one is uh, related specifically to the Joker himself. What's his name?
0: Barry Keoghan.
1: That's not the question. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> 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 I thought uh, you were asking me what his name was. <laughs> I was. I was. Uh, the first question is, what was Barry Keoghan's character's name in The Eternals? No, Drew. no options.
0: Druig. Druig. Oh, wow.
1: This dude knows his Eternals. Correct. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think cool. I know. Mm, there's Icarus. Here, let's yeah. see if I can do. So I think there's... that might. Uh oh yeah, Cersei. I don't remember what Angelina Jolie's Ajax. Yeah,
1: that's uh no Ajax. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sure that's
0: Kumal good. is Ajax, isn't it?
1: No, I think that's uh Salma Hayek is Ajax.
0: Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Uh,
1: what what is Angelina Jolie? What's the guy with the uh? She's Thina. Thina. What's her friend? I uh, actually really like that guy. The the punching punching. Yeah guy.
0: yeah yeah. I got dope. Ajack Kingo is Kumail. That's yeah. That's Fastos is Brian Tyree Henry. Sprite is Lee McHugh. Yes, Uh Gilgamesh. Oh yeah,
1: Gilgamesh. That guy's Don Silk. That's the best yeah, Eternal yeah. there. He was cut down way too soon. Huh? But, Gilgamesh
0: yeah. is goaded. Yeah,
1: good shit. One for one. Hit me with yours.
0: Wayne Manor. There is a pedestal featuring a bust of a famous figure. This is a reference to the original Batman from nineteen sixty six where there was a, a bust of the same person that was used. They would lift up the head, press a button, and open the bat um, cave.
1: Okay.
0: who is this person featured on the bust?
1: There's no options here no i can ready. I can give you a, a category. Give it to me because I have no fucking idea. Authors uh is it like a? I mean, in a broad like, in a
0: broad sense of the term, maybe writer yeah. is better.
1: Okay, so it's probably like Batman related. I'm guessing.
0: No, <laughs> it's a real person,
1: a writer, uh, but not an author. Interesting.
0: There's a bust of him in this movie.
1: F. Scott Fitzgerald.
0: <laughs> no.
1: I don't know. What does they mean? A writer <laughs> is it like a reporter or something?
0: <laughs> no, no. You're thinking like older. Think older.
1: Oh like, oh like Plato or Socrates or somebody.
0: N- not exactly too old. <laughs> Got to go. Uh,
1: some you know theorists from after that. Marx, a, Karl Marx. He's a playwright. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Da Vinci. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> oh, that's oh, a dumb. That's, that's a dumb
0: moment. You said Da Vinci. <laughs>
1: <laughs> da Vinci, Shakespeare, William Shakespeare.
0: Oh my god. That's not right. Just tell the fucking answer, dude. Yes, it's Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just still annoyed you said Da Vinci.
1: Dude, I'm tired. All right. That's the first thing I thought of. And Da, Vin- <laughs> da Vinci. Yeah, Shakespeare. here it only took me 20 guesses. All right. Also, oh, Shakespeare's a fraud. He didn't write any of that crap. Uh he,
0: you don't like Bill?
1: Not the best. Billy. Uh yeah, my next question. Um Oh, yeah, this is a fun one. (laughs) This is a dumb one, but it's a fun one. Okay, yeah, don't worry. Basically, he uses that thing at the beginning to kill the mayor. Then it's a callback at the end. So I'm talking about that thing. Uh, What is the actual name of the carpet tool uh, used by the Riddler to kill the mayor? Hint. I do have a hint here, but no options. Hint. It is also the name of one of my cousins.
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what it's called it's the thing that's like shaped like this
1: any guesses on any of my cousins like a
0: scooper like skeet (laughs) skeet, (laughs) scrunch uh uh, clap like it's a person's name or is it like your cousin has a weird name which no
1: it's both it's also just a person's name for some reason
0: so okay but it's like a normal person's name
1: yeah it's a common name i'd say joe (laughs) mama no uh
0: i have no idea
1: you're good the answer is tucker it's a tucker oh my cousin's name is tucker
0: yeah checks out
1: yeah you know sort of the same thing there but tuck web yeah (laughs) yeah nice try there buddy maybe you get the next one hit me with the second one
0: um at one point in the movie, Penguin refers to the Batman as this character. Traditionally, in Batman origin stories, the Wayne family is leaving a theater showing of that very same movie when they can get murdered. Who is this character? And I have a hint <laughs> if you need it.
1: I'll probably need it. I mean, in the Dark Knight, I mean, not dark, in the Batman begins. They're at some play with a fucking bat or something. Uh, is it fucking Dracula? Is that a bat, bat person? Um, I'm he doesn't pretty call him Dracula, sh- does he? I don't think so. No. Give me the hint.
0: Uh, It's also been cited that this character's aesthetic and their look influenced the look of Batman when the writers first made him.
1: I mean, is this a character who I'm gonna know or or not really?
0: Um, I mean, you'll know the name. Anything. I don't know if you've seen the.
1: Mm-hmm. The look. You've
0: probably, I, I, maybe you've seen it. I don't know. You've probably seen a.
1: What inspired the look of Batman? Other it's a than
0: character a... across multiple media's. I'd say.
1: Mickey Mouse.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's Zorro.
1: Oh, he does call him Zorro. You're a Zorro, here? Yeah. Eh. I guess that's fair. He does kind of. Yeah, I, I can see how that influenced it.
0: It's the mask, yeah. and of
1: course, I know who Zorro is. Yeah. You <laughs> that <with> Zorro. <laughs>
0: and that's who t- traditionally, when you see the Waynes leaving the movie theater, it's always like Zorro's playing. Oh, they're okay. Seeing a in, the,
1: in the in the in the like coming attractions or whatever. Yeah. The posters yeah, yeah. for movies. Gotcha. That makes sense. I was. I was thinking about the actual play and stuff. Uh, but yeah. Nice. Good question. Stump me again. 0 for 2 this week. Not a good look. Um, I do have one more. Yeah, let's hear it. I don't know if you'll get this, honestly. It's it's kind of out there. But um, my question is, what future Batman villain uh, appears on the Riddlers? Um, it's always sunny from Philadelphia, Wall, where there's a bunch of random shit written down. And it's all connected or whatever. But there's actually a one word just exclamation because it has an exclamation at the end. Hush. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a really cool Easter egg. And if it actually shows up in the next couple movies, I think that'd be dope because, again, haven't seen him on screen, so try him out. Why not? It's, it's a good villain and everything. But, um, yeah, no, you uh, two for three this week. I'm impressed. Passing score.
0: I saw this movie a week ago, so
1: well, I saw it like three days ago, so it's been a while.
0: On that note, we'll take. A quick commercial break. And we're back. Who can act? Wow, Cody, who can act?
1: First off, I want to say, you know, great great commercial reading there from you. Real proud of it. Uh, who can act?
0: I'm going to have great to change cool.
1: it. Yeah, you might have to. It's pretty bad. No, I'm joking. Um, who can act? I got a couple strong candidates for this, and you could probably pick a few more people, but I won't bore you. Uh, my first pick is Zoe Kravitz. I think she's very very good in this film
0: yes 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 yes. i
1: do want to see her in a lot more uh i mean she has to be in the sequel obviously um but i think she was really the standout for me uh i mean throughout the movie just her and rob pat's uh relationship i think the bat and the cat was probably the most interesting thing about it um that last scene on the rooftop where you know she turns on the bat signal and she's got the rat up there and and gordon and rob pat are like what the fuck's going on Then she just boots his ass off and you know takes off and i love the one-liner as well you know i got i got nine lives uh, <laughs> Thought that was good but i think just throughout the movie she's the strongest performance um uh, and my second pick is uh that guy from the hunger games uh playing jim gordon uh <laughs> just kidding uh, <laughs> what's his name corbin tell the people it's not the guy from hunger games is it
0: jeffrey Wright.
1: yeah i thought it was jeffrey rush for a while and then it's really uh that's a different guy
0: it's the Watcher.
1: He's the Watcher. Yeah, that's true. He's probably going to be in some – he's probably going to be in fucking Dr. Strange. So, well, he's, um,
0: he's in the French Dispatch as well.
1: I think he's in a lot of stuff. I just always think of him as – Like, he's had
0: a pretty good, like, year, to be honest.
1: To me, he's always going to be the the electricity guy from the Hunger Games, though. I don't know why. <laughs> but that's just, Yeah, that's ingrained in my mind. But he's actually very, very good, I think, as Jim Gordon and – again a, a different take on the character and i think he owns it completely all of his interactions with with batman and, and rob pat are again i think some of the best stuff in the movie so you know the, the relationships with batman that he has with these other characters i think is what brings out the best dialogue and, and the best acting at, at times somewhere even to andy circuits who i don't think is you know phenomenal in this movie probably because he's in it for 10 minutes but i think he's he's actually you know decent in, Acting wise in this movie, just because his interactions with Robert Pattinson are interesting, and you know they're always like delving into the characters deeper and deeper as as Zoe goes on. And those would be my two picks for for who can act
0: yeah i back I back Zoe Kravitz hundred percent um I think every scene and every time she's on screen are the best like moments in the movie I know we didn't like specifically mention favorite scene, but like she is electric on screen you can't take your eyes off like the the work she's doing she's chewing up the scenery she's she's playing to like all of Pattinson's strengths as well and like they're they're so good together so um I gotta say Zoe Kravitz is fantastic in this and I'm very excited for her in the future uh in the rest of this franchise also played Catwoman already in the Lego Batman movie do you know that Cody yes Okay, look at that a little trivia for you there. A little <laughs> bonus trivia at the end. I will say, I think she was a little misused in this movie. I think she was poorly utilized.
1: I don't know. I think the movie's basically hers at points. I mean,
0: I don't know. I think the whole like Anika storyline thing and like I don't know, she that's like all she seemed focused on. I don't
1: know. I mean, wasn't that like her, her girlfriend or whatever? So it's kind yeah,
0: of yeah, yeah. I the the relationship was they have like chemistry, but it was also like. Uh, I'm talking about her and Pattinson then too, like yeah. on top of that was a little weird, like in conjunction. Because like the chemistry is like good, but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, like story-wise. Like
1: fair. That's yeah. I agree with that. Yeah.
0: So uh and I actually uh liked my boy Barry Kyoan as Joker. I've been holding this Get back, fuck but out of here. I that thought it was pretty, pretty good. good act. No yeah. fucking chance. <laughs> I like it. I I'm not opposed to seeing another joker. I think people get too worked up about this stuff. Uh, It's not the end of the world. Like let's see a different (laughs) take and it could be fun and maybe it'll be bad. And then we can make jokes about it. We can talk about on the podcast and make 20 cents.
1: Sounds good. You will plan on that. But I mean, dude, that one scene was ridiculous. He's just, he's literally just laughing with the Riddler. Oh uh you know, I'll I'll tell you a riddle riddler. Uh what's what's one thing when you have less of them, it's it's more important. Oh, it's definitely not the joker. That's not the answer to the fucking riddle. Like how fucking cliche can you be? And his laugh's not even good. He doesn't he doesn't look like the fucking joker. I don't know. His hair's we don't even good. see him. His hair's fucking terrible. Uh, I don't like it at all. I actually despise that part of the movie. Luckily, I think he
0: looks pretty comic accurate, the hair.
1: What what do you know about comic accurate <laughs> the fuck out of here with that bullshit but i mean yeah like sure they're gonna give us the joker because it's batman but i think that scene is terrible tell me he
0: didn't look like this
1: No, he, he looked like a normal person with you know just stupid hair sticking up for no reason but also just because it's common accurate doesn't make it good that's very very different things so Corbin's again showing the, the, the posters. <laughs> I don't know what he's
0: doing, but got a, I got a comic book at the showing, so I wanted to use that as a chance to end this conversation and move on to who can't act.
1: That's my opinion. Uh,
0: I don't like Andy Circus. He's a yeah, terrible Alfred.
1: It's fair. I don't know why he was cast as Alfred. It really doesn't. Yeah, mean I mean, things. I
0: think I think I think he's a good actor, but he's a, he's a bad cast.
1: Yeah,
0: that's I my mean, biggest like acting like gripe would be just his casting is is weird.
1: Again, I mean, he's in it for like 10 minutes to be fair as well. And like, he literally just gets blown up and then he's fine, you know, an hour later. Like he doesn't have any like scars or anything on him either, which I thought was weird because he just, he literally just got blown up. Um, Yeah. I thought that heart to heart in the hospital was, was decent acting from him. But again, I I don't understand the casting at all. How old is Andy circus? Like 50.
0: He's like 57. He would have been like 25, I think. I did do. I was looking at it before the yeah. movie.
1: The math is very, very you know small in in how it makes sense, but sure. I, I think I, do I think that.
0: technically Robert Pattinson is supposed to be playing like a twenty eight year old is like the whole because it was supposed to be. So a lot of people have done the math and they're like, if this movie's set in twenty twenty two, and then he's twenty eight, and he was eight when his parents died, then the movie they were probably seeing was Shrek because it was two thousand two. So he was, he was shot outside of Shrek. So yeah, uh, Robert Pattinson, IRL though, I think is like 30.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's like Imagine 34. gunned down after seeing Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> that is tough. Oh, that's really funny though. But yeah, the age thing doesn't make any sense for him. And he's really not great. Um, he's just also not a great actor in general, I think. But he's all right. My Who Can't Act is clearly paul dano um you know uh, first off he's not bad in this movie i think he's actually pretty good in this movie but i don't think you are allowed to get away with playing the exact same role twice and there's no exception there he's literally playing the guy from prisoners but he just fucking laughs instead of you know says nothing and yeah he's a psycho in prisoners isn't he the
0: one that they beat up or do they beat up the other guy
1: no, they beat him up, yeah.
0: Okay. He doesn't say anything, isn't he, like, have, like, care. a handicap or something?
1: What does the Riddler say? He doesn't say shit. Yeah, he just it's not laughs. the same and...
0: character. It's not the same.
1: Yes, oh, it's the exact same. His mannerisms are the exact same. And I don't think he should be allowed to get, get away with that. Um, I, also, Paul Dano, I'm not really sold on him being a great actor anymore. I haven't seen... Um, What's the one? Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh,
0: there Will Be Blood.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen that for a while.
0: Little Miss fair. Sunshine.
1: He's in Little Miss Sunshine? See, I don't even know who he is in it. He's the kid, evidently. The kid's not that good. He just has, like, one memorable speech at the end. But, yeah, I, I do need to rewatch, Uh, what is it, Ice Cream Movie? What's it called? There Will Be Blood. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me today. I you drink your I drink milk. your use I
0: uh, use the sound for this, for the podcast. Oh, nice.
1: Oh, that's right. I didn't do that. Um, But yeah, Paul Dano, I'm not bought on him being a good actor anymore, if I'm being honest. Do something else other than a psychopath, you psychopath. Like, I don't understand why you'd want to do this again. And like, he's probably coming back for the sequel too. So I'm not excited for that. And uh, count me off the Paul Dano train. But yeah, he's definitely my pick here.
0: That's tough he's made maybe been a little typecast into this type of role so i think he is a good actor um but i didn't have it at my top or bottom of my list so <laughs> uh other one colin farrell is the penguin why why do we have to like listen yeah. i don't know i i guess i'm being a little bit of a hypocrite i can't really say oh why do we have to let colin farrell put on a bunch of like a fat suit and prosthetics and just like have fun but also be like a bad character when I've said that I like it when other people do the same thing. So I can't, can't say that I hate that, but I just think why Colin Farrell? I don't know. I like Colin Farrell and I just don't think he's good in this.
1: Yeah. I kind of agree. I thought, you know, looking at some of the reviews and and some of the stuff online, I think the general consensus is that Colin Farrell was good as the penguin. Yeah.
0: I think it's a, I don't like him as the character either. I think.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with you honestly i thought in the movie he was just kind of there and i i kind of forgot at times it was colin farrell and sometimes that's a good thing but sometimes at the same time it's like like what is the penguins point in this movie i thought uh the other guy john Turturro, outshone him by a million i thought john toturo was very good and that's the guy from transformers who's out out acting at <laughs> this <laughs> I mean, yeah, Ooh. I agree. And like, he's getting a spinoff, I believe, isn't he? The penguin.
0: Yeah, they're doing like three spinoffs for the show. But yeah, they're. uh I do believe he is getting his own
1: spinoff. I mean, fair enough. I I hope he's a more interesting character than that. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, he didn't even he didn't even have Colin Farrell's voice either. It was, it was just some different guy who I didn't know just playing the penguin, which is all good. But I really wasn't blown away by it. Which seem to be not the, the general consensus they
0: should have made the penguin irish
1: irish sack of potatoes uh <laughs> i agree cast conan o'brien <laughs> um, oh they but, could just uh, cast
0: colin farrell who is irish
1: <laughs> and let him let him be irish fair enough um i did also have one more quick shout out
0: Let's hear it. Uh,
1: just for acting but um you know the the twins actor the twins the bodyguards in the movie do you know that guy
0: uh no, who is it?
1: You know what I'm talking about? I'm just throwing I know who
0: you're me. I know who you're referencing, but I don't know who they the twins, are. Yeah.
1: So we're going back to trivia here. Um <laughs> so the that guy, well, I mean they are twins, obviously, but one of them, I don't know which one, he was in the episode of The Office. Do you know which episode he was in?
0: Uh can I look up a picture of him?
1: Yeah, because when I saw him in the movie, I was like, I've, I've seen this guy somewhere. And do I looked at you know his. I,
0: do you know his name?
1: No, nah, just look up Twins from the Batman. Um, but when I saw him, I was like, I know him from somewhere. And I went up to his IMDb before we were recording. And I was like, I know him from somewhere, but I don't think I've seen any of this crap. And I scrolled down a little bit farther. And in big bold letters, it said, The Office. I said, Yep, that's what he's from. He's from a five minute segment from one episode, and I think he's hilarious. Do you have any idea? No. It's, uh, he's an intern. He's in the intern episode where it, he's not Jackie Chan. He's, he's the other guy, he's not the girl. Um, but I think that's so funny that that guy's just a twin and he's in some random Batman movie playing a bodyguard. But some more fun facts there for. That guy can't act though. Twins are great in this movie. I back him 100%.
0: For sure. Cast that sure. guy's
1: the Riddler instead, honestly. But yeah,
0: that's just <laughs> Man, me. I don't know about that. The recast. You're
1: fired. You're fired. You're fired. It's our final
0: category before we get to our rating. Uh, I'll hit you with the first one. You ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. Just let David Fincher make this movie.
1: I kind of agree. I mean, why the fuck not, dude? What is what has Matt Reeves done to deserve the Batman movie? Honestly,
0: I mean, I guess we're just picking between old white dudes at this point, so I I don't know (laughs) if it really matters. But uh, listen, I I do like David Fincher a lot, but this is essentially a David Fincher ripoff between Zodiac and Seven. It's a three-hour fucking long movie, gritty, grounded. Two and a half.
1: Two and a half. It's two fifty-six. Yeah, with credits, it's like
0: 240. So, 246. Oh, two forty six. and a half, two,
1: 245, 240. shut up. 240 is closer to two and a half, you goon. <laughs> now, in the
0: past, it has been, you know, David Fincher said, you know, he would do a superhero movie if he had complete creative control and he go any direction he wanted. I don't know if Matt Reeves had that, but I mean, like, I don't get it. Like, if you're, what do you have to lose? Like, let David fin- Fincher, like, make the movie he wants to make. I feel like if it's a Batman movie, it's going to probably do pretty well. And people, it's probably gonna be critically praised as well. At one point he was going to do a Spider-Man movie. Well, actually at two different points, uh, before it was Raimi, it was maybe going to be him. And then that didn't work out. And then before they went to the Mark Webb, Andrew Garfield, there was again, another, Oh, maybe it'll be him. And then it didn't happen. So let's just give, let, let David Fincher make a superhero movie. And if he's going to make one, it should be something like the Batman, or the Punisher, or uh, Daredevil, or something like that. Maybe not Daredevil, but like something grounded, street level, but still like in that world.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, obviously the <laughs> this is pretty much a seven, and you know, uh, whatever the other one is. John Which Austin. to
0: to be fair, if if Fincher made this, it would probably be more unique because I don't think he's that derivative of himself.
1: Right. That's all I was gonna say. He probably just didn't want want to make the same movies again. So. I understand why he, he wouldn't want to go after a sort of project like this as well in this stage of his career, but I mean if you're gonna rip him off, you might as well just be like, Hey, you just <laughs> wanna make this movie because we're gonna make it anyways. But they probably didn't give him that option. But I do you
0: know agree. do you know who uh was gonna direct this movie before Matt Reeves?
1: Uh Ben Affleck, yeah. 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 That would have been interesting. I think give I would have liked to have seen a Ben Affleck directed Ben Affleck Batman movie. Yeah. You know, in a different universe, we might have gotten that, but I'm happy with what we got from this too, so I can't really complain. For sure. All right, my recast—I just have one, and I am getting rid of Paul Dano because you know why not? Uh, yeah, I sort of want—I mean, this is more Joker-esque of a character, or at least the Dark Knight Joker, uh, a less crazy and a bit more calculated villain who is not just a sociopath online with you know, gun propaganda or whatever. Um, So I I want somebody who can, you know, I think Paul Daniel can bring that, but he didn't. So we're swapping him out. Uh, I have two names here. One of them is probably a good choice. The other one, probably not, but I think it'd be good. Uh, How about Riz Ahmed? Why is this guy not getting better roles? I mean, The the Sound of Metal, I think is a phenomenal pick. And I think he should be getting more prominent roles, uh, you know, antagonist or protagonist. I don't care. I just want to see him in movies. Um, but another one, which I don't think you'll like at all, is uh, Dane DeHaan. Uh, what is Dane DeHaan doing with his life right now? Um, I think he can be a good villain, as we've seen in Chronicle. Um, and, you know, a little bit, you know, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, not so much. But, you know, he's more developed as an actor, I'm assuming. He's a little bit more mature. And if you give him a role he can really, you know, sink his teeth into, I think uh, this would have been a a great chance to give a guy a second chance in the comic book world. And I think he could have blown some socks off and and actually played an interesting villain. So if I had the choice, I'd probably throw it to Dane, but Riz is probably the more, you know, uh, Hollywood choice in this stage of both of their careers. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, Dane DeHaan's busy uh, hanging out with Christopher Nolan filming Oppenheimer. So.
1: Well, yeah, but what's his role in that? There's about, 30 named actors in that movie so i don't buy much from that
0: killian murphy kenneth branoff florence Pugh, emily blunt jack quaid robert downey jr matt damon josh hartnett rami malik dane DeHaan, jason clark david DeKalsmian. and that's about benny safty benny safty
1: oh yeah benny safty good actor Alden
0: Ehrenreich, freaking han solos in this movie
1: yeah, that's right. I mean, that's about twenty right there. You just named, so I'm sure he's gonna have a lot of screen time. <laughs> but I mean, hey, it's Day Nine, so I'm here for it. But <laughs> maybe he'll be the villain. Maybe he'll be who's gonna be maybe, the villain of the Oppenheimer movie? If it's not Oppenheimer, though, I,
0: don't. Uh, I <laughs> well, I would hope it's Oppenheimer. I think at the end of the day, but maybe <laughs> Hitler. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe Dane Hans Hitler. That'd be kind of that'd be kind of cool.
0: Do you think Oppenheimer is like a sequel to The Kingsman?
1: I fucking hope not. <laughs> <laughs> what's Could his face? Uh, that guy from Guardians of the Galaxy has gotta be in it. Blood Diamond.
0: Oh, that guy, the yeah. NBA two K guy.
1: Yeah, what's his name? I really I, like.
0: I, I don't know how to like. I, I don't. I don't know what I it is.
1: It. I know it, but I don't remember it. Good actor <laughs> that guy though. He should be in every movie, honestly. But he's also snubbed from Blood Diamond.
0: on hansu
1: yeah jaman hansu there it is yeah Jamin Honsu. Jamin Honsu. good actor screw it i want him as a river all right i take it back <laughs> jaman hansu you're my answer
0: <laughs> i don't know where that came from uh here's here's a one for you
1: mm.
0: let's just it should have been kurt cobain man they should just cast kurt cobain in this movie and let him play batman
1: <laughs> too, soon.
0: Yeah, too soon too soon too soon yeah Hey, all right. it's accurate though he could have done it he could have been uh batman
1: i mean i mean not to sound like super disrespectful but if he's still alive i mean like maybe that would be a choice who knows where kurt cobain's career well he'd be a little
0: older he'd probably be too old for it but
1: you play alfred maybe
0: but in the 90s give it let him play like at the height of his powers they should have made the batman movie with kurt cobain when when matt reeves was just a young and should have come out and
1: let him do the soundtrack oh man that would make a lot of money
0: Rest in peace.
1: All right, B. you got some more? No, that was my only recast. I think this cast is pretty solid. Man.
0: All right, uh, Jonah Hill, the Penguin.
1: Well, he was originally cast, so I
0: know, and I want it. That's the
1: creative differences, but fucking sucks because that would've been awesome.
0: But... Give it back. Give us the Penguin.
1: <laughs> Imagine Jonah Hill as the Penguin, dude. That is literally the perfect casting. You cannot think of anybody better other than Jonah Hill. I think. Like, that's literally, I'm pissed we didn't get to see that, honestly. But that's it. I'm a, I'm a big Jonah Hill guy too, but that I'm actually mad about that.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think it would have been so sick. I, I think Jonah Hill, especially, like, in the last few years, has become someone that I really appreciate just as, like, a creative and a person. Um, and it would have been, I, I cast, like, what would you say?
1: He fits so perfectly with the young cast. Like, Colin Farrell's kind of in here. Like, what is he? Like, fourth billing? You got yeah. Zoe Gravitz. You got Rob Patt. You got Paul Dano. Give me a young mobster. Jonah motherfucking Hill. It's a penguin. That's perfect. And no, let's throw in 60-year-old makeup, you know, Colin Farrell. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Soap. for sure. Soap. uh, You want to hear some people that also auditioned, screen tested for Catwoman?
1: Yeah.
0: Easy Gonzalez. Talked about her last week from Baby Driver.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I still don't know her name.
0: <laughs> she was she apparently screen tested.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, Anade Armis. Armas. Big fan. Zoe Kravitz is great, but man, whew, that could have been really. That could have been really good. Uh, Hannah John kamen Don't know who that is. Oh. Nathalie Emmanuel. Nope. Alicia Vikander. I
1: don't know that. She yeah, she's good.
0: in. She's in the Green Knight. What, uh, yeah. Ella Belinsky. Nope. No idea. And then finally, Zazie Beats. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Turned down so, due to scheduling differences, apparently.
1: Really?
0: Atlanta had to shoot Atlanta. Obviously, it was previously in the Joker movie, but
1: also Deadpool 2.
0: And Deadpool 2, yeah.
1: She would have been good. I would have liked seen that as well. I like Zazie.
0: And uh last one, let's let uh Ludvig Goranson, do the score. Fuck you Michael Giacchino.
1: <laughs> Dude, You have beef with the music. Who the who's your guy you're picking what else has he scored? What, Interstellar?
0: He did Tenet. Uh hand selected by Hans Zimmer to take over for him because Hans Zimmer was off doing Dune. Yeah. Uh why not? He's just also get Hans he's Zim- also he he did all like the comu- he started like doing like community like the original music for that. And then like worked with Donald Glover for multiple years and produced all of his albums. Uh he did all the Mandalorian music, renewed the score, and like created a new uh, musical uh atmosphere for the Star Wars world and the Mandalorian. So I think he is a fantastic composer. He also did the he also did the music for Black Panther. All
1: right, that's good music. Well, why is that not your opening? Why is that not your opening? You-
0: this is what he did. He did listen, he he produced and Uh, produced the music on all of childish gambito's mixtapes and met when he was doing community he
1: did black panther that's good
0: he did he did black panther he did community he did creed he did the score for the first creed movie Eh. he did he worked heavily on like this is america childish gambito he did new girl for 146 episodes the music hey, for that
1: music.
0: <laughs> he did venom
1: He did so sick on bro
0: he did Creed 2.
1: the more you talk the less and I he did intrigued.
0: the mandalorian which i think is the most impressive
1: okay. he did the Mandalorian. of it all he did uh childish Gambia. and he also did
0: boba fett and uh, turning panther. red the new pixar movie as well as he's doing oppenheimer with That's nolan terrible. and he did tenet and he's doing the new black panther movie as well nice. this is my pick
1: did you see the trailer for that like, turning red I thought it
0: looked like shit. Uh, yeah, it's about puberty. I don't know. There it's is a reason they puberty. did send it straight to Disney Plus. Yeah, it's like going a shitty Pixar. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a movie made for children, Cody. So I don't know. You can't get too mad.
1: Oh, I'm pissed.
0: No. <laughs> it's like being like, oh, the boss baby is like a disgrace to society. I mean, not that You're not I the target never, audience. I would
1: never say that. That's a great movie.
0: Okay. Uh <laughs> sadly that's the do you have any final thoughts on the batman before we move on to our rating
1: i don't i think we covered most of it um just you know solid solid overall movie and i think i will revisit it in theaters just um i think i was just caught off guard so much the first time as well i might have missed some stuff so i do want to check it out again
0: all right let's hit it rating Yeah,
1: I'll, go I'll go first. first. I'm oh. sure you'll be lower. Oh, you want to go first? Go for it. I think yours will probably be lower. It's my
0: I was going to say 58 out of 69 for me. Wow. so
1: That's very high for you. Where is that rank for you? It's got to be top five.
0: Oh, that's not that high for me. I have plenty of other <laughs> things that are above it. How
1: many do you have in the 60s? Like two?
0: I I have quite a few movies that are above it. Let me pull up my full list here. Um, I have one. It is currently ranked... Uh oh! I didn't rank it. Shoot, so
1: you rank
0: <sighs> it it's like seventh.
1: Fair. I mean, how many movies have we done? Like, 50? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, probably not no. like fifty? Probably
1: Thir- actually.
0: Twenty nine. This will be. Well, this is technically twenty nine. I have one ranked that we haven't gotten a chance to talk about yet. But
1: okay, same. Um, yes. Uh, that's a very good rating for you. I'm very surprised. Um, my rating it's going to be a 63 out of 60. Wow.
0: Now yeah. that's a high rating.
1: Not that I, probably...
0: even with the princess bride.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, yeah. Like I said, I'm super high on this movie. I do have a couple, you know, things I don't like about it, but man, overall, I mean, this is uh, one of the best things I've seen in theaters for a good amount of time. So I'll tell you what, man. I, I feel like you know, I I don't know this movie. It's gotten some interesting reception. I feel like it's either people really like it or they really don't. And like I get why some people don't like it, but at the same time, like if you don't like it, I really don't understand. You know, um, I'm high on it. That's all I can well really say. Well said. Also, I mean, we didn't even talk about Robert Pattinson at all early in this episode. Um, mostly because he doesn't talk so yeah his eyes though
0: he's menacing
1: he's menacing and i really enjoy just the directorial style of of the batman how how he's portrayed in the movie and like i said i'm gonna go see it again so yeah big fan the batman 63
0: did you know that uh, matt reeves actually specifically wrote this like entire movie for robert pattinson
1: i didn't know that yeah and you know fair enough i think he's a he's the perfect choice for this sort of iteration as the you know ultimate grunge and debbie downer bruce wayne i mean who who better than rob pat i think he he plays mopey pretty well so i i back that that casting
0: for sure you know this movie is uh it's made a decent chunk of money 128 million dollars opening weekend not as near as big as the spider-man no way home opening but it has been the second biggest uh opening weekend since uh the pandemic really started two years ago so yeah. um
1: good for movie making man good good for, good movie
0: for movies. movies well good for comic book movies i don't know if it's good for well, all movies but
1: that's about all that did
0: you... and then uh, i guess something we can talk about with that um yeah. did you see that they were charging more money for this movie in amc theaters
1: I did. Um, and I didn't. Oh, no, I didn't go to an AMC. Um, my ticket actually was pretty cheap. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah, that's fucking bullshit. I'm sorry. Um, it's understandable because basically the comic book genre has a monopoly on, you know, movies. It's like you're, like you're it.
0: paying a tax so that other yeah. movies can exist.
1: 100%. And, you know, I'm okay with it. Like I will still spend the money to go watch movies but I think others won't. I think others would be like, well, I might as well just wait, you know, a few more months and it'll be on Disney plus or it'll be on HBO max. Um, and I think the the movie theaters are sort of playing a very dangerous game at this point where that could backfire pretty easily. And you could be out of business just like that and everything will just go straight streaming. So I don't really agree with just the whole marketing strategy of it. And, you know, I will still pay for it because I'm a noob and, like i just really like comic book movies but i don't know man the public they get pissed off at the most random stuff so i wouldn't be surprised if there's a massive outrage when you know avengers 10 is you know 50 bucks now so i don't know yeah
0: i don't know like this isn't really a kid's movie but that's like parents don't like a family of four isn't gonna pay like a shit ton of money to go see a movie like it's just not feasible uh i will say if you're like a really dedicated movie goer then like you can just get like the amca list or whatever pay like 20 bucks and get unlimited movies like if that's your thing then there's there's ways to make it happen still um but yeah i don't know it i think it's the way the business it might fail miserably but i think at the end of the day it's probably what needs to happen so it's unfortunate let's move on to we have a podger rhythm let me grab the blockbuster game cody vamp for me
1: pod rhythm if you are not aware of this new category it's a new one for the third season of cap stay capping hashtag stay capping but uh yeah basically we have this game that we used to play with our friends and it does a bunch of cards with movies on it so we're gonna pull one randomly and uh vamp on it for about a minute just like i'm doing now so uh yeah we've had some fun in the past hopefully we get a good movie and you know i'll roast corbin a little bit in between yeah <laughs> that, that's also normal all
0: right here we go pulp fiction oh i went first last time so it's it's you how much time do i have it, it's 30 seconds but 30 i think seconds? we might need to extend it to like a minute so yeah. just go it it just depends on how much you to say about it but yeah.
1: oh man pulp fiction it's an all-time classic for me. I mean, it doesn't get much better. I love the storytelling style as well, where it's not all in chronological, which is a Tarantino and a Nolan classic, but anything which fucks with time, I'm a big fan of. I mean, the performances, it brought John Travolta out of the ashes. Uh, such iconic lines. You got Jules, you know, saying the prayers before he kills dudes. Love it. You got, the one weird thing about it is, is uh, that big guy, uh, the guy who plays, uh, what's his face? You know that terrible Daredevil movie. They kind of get like gagged and like hit the balls at the end. That's kind of weird, but everything else I'm a big fan of. The Gimp Uma stuff. Thurman. Bruce What's Willis up? and the Gimp. Yeah, that's strange. Also, Bruce Willis actually tries in it, so that's fun. Uma Thurman dancing, just Uma Thurman existing in general. Big fan of. And um, yeah, I mean, so many iconic scenes. You can go front to back. Tim Roth. You know the the opening I, I love as well. But All right, I mean, stop.
0: That's time. That's yeah, a no,
1: I can talk about it all all fucking day. Corbin, go.
0: Pulp Fiction, toxic film for people to like. It's a red flag film. <laughs> no, I I do like Pulp Fiction a ton. Obviously, uh, it's actually not my favorite Tarantino movie from the '90s. I appreciate Reservoir Dogs before. I think I've shared that take on this podcast at other points. Um, but I think it's definitely yeah, it's cool. It, it pays homage to so many other things. Uh, the dialogue on it in it is, I think, the like it's so reminiscent of like what tarant what set tarantino part in the early 90s of like this just like weird out there like super conversational not plot or story driven dialogue that's still interesting and engaging whether it's you know uh jewels and and travolta's character i can't remember uh, vega uh sitting in the car talking about you know what do they call a quarter pound of a cheese in paris oh it's a royale cheese oh, yeah. like like stuff like that, uh, that I think really set like his early, uh, style and what you know made him so loved by uh, movie goes early, uh, early on. So yeah, Pulp Fiction, up. good flick, and the adrenaline scene, fantastic stuff.
1: <laughs>
0: Shot in <laughs> reverse.
1: That's <was> that bitch. <laughs> See ya. Good movie.
0: Finally, recommendations.
1: I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. What have
0: you been into? Cody, what should the people uh, check out?
1: Yeah, I got a couple of racks. First off, you know, check this movie out. Good one. Um, but if you're just talking TV-wise, I have some recs. obviously. Still watching Game of Thrones. Got through um, season four, which was a fun one I was a fan of. They sort of went away from their formula and uh, drastically changed some of the characters and everything. Littlefinger. Big fan of that guy. Uh, Not sure about, you know, him and Sansa, but I'm a big fan of the character, I'm saying. Not not what he actually does a lot in the show. Uh, Murdering and such. But yeah, the trial of Tyrion, that was fun. Um, You know, fucking what's-his-face and what's-her-face, everybody together. Jon Snow's still alive. I thought he was fucking gonzo, because I'm pretty sure he's gonna die. Um, And also, Corbin rip pedro pascal dude oh my god
0: <laughs> he's not good with the spear dude
1: no, he's actually decent but he fucked up and uh <laughs> got his head popped like a grape so that's <laughs>
0: uh, a great it's a great yeah. scene right there
1: obviously wreck game of thrones still i do have a couple other ones as well um new season of picard started i don't even know if anybody's familiar with the show but it's a star trek show and uh Patrick my mom's
0: Stewart. my mom's a fan
1: yeah so is mine that's uh, the main reason I'm watching it, but um yeah, season one was it was up and down. uh The main plot with the fucking Romulan, what, the twins, but they're brother sister, but they're not. It's fucking terrible. But the other stuff with like the next generation cast, where they bring back growing the beard man himself, Jonathan Frakes, it's actually pretty good. So if they keep it more, it looks like they're going. Like more Borg-related, which is cool, because Seven of Nine is is in it. She's a very interesting character. But, I mean, the acting's bad. The script's bad. So, who knows? Uh, but episode one came out. It's alright. It's alright. Um, but my big recommendation this week, which I've been building up to, hey, Corbin, you know what comes out this week? Motherfucking Survivor's Survivor. back, baby. Season 42. This cast looks interesting. Um, there's no real theme, which I like. Um, but this cast, it looks like the least attractive cast I've ever seen, which in my sense, Indiana
0: person as well.
1: Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know.
0: Noblesville mom.
1: Uh, the moms never do well. Um, but (laughs) no offense to moms. Moms are awesome, but no, no moms are listening. Anyways, survivor, man, it's fucking back. You know, finally, after all these pandemic years, we're getting survivor and i'm hyped for it. corbin give me your rex <laughs> uh
0: again been super busy very excited uh, for my break next week definitely gonna be watching lots of movies over spring break in the car traveling uh my cousin vinny is the film that i did watch with mina though uh yeah. you ever seen it
1: yeah marissa Tomei, a little pesci little pesci action
0: amazing Tomei performance that she makes that movie i think like the movie as a whole is okay but like she is incredible and uh no wonder she won an oscar for it so sure. you know uh Beshi's all right he's he's a weirdo ralph macho he's Bechie. karate boy ain't doing much that's all i gotta say uh but Bechie. there's a lot of dutch angles in the films which is strange you familiar with the dutch it's like I do no, know
1: i do know the dutch Yeah,
0: it's looking like thor it's looking like kenneth yeah. brown's thor out here it's it's a little strange i, I don't know what's going on so yeah that was my main watch. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking some 90s movies. So if you're, if you're out there listening, catch up, get in on the 90s movies so you can be prepared for the films we're going to be talking about. I know I'm going to be uh, watching a few over the next couple of days to prepare. So that's my main recommendation.
1: Junior's on it, right? Of course. Yeah,
0: Liam, JD, we're having a big draft. We're going five deep.
1: Yeah, Liam's back too.
0: Every every draft, we're gonna get one bigger.
1: Right, right. Uh, Liam should have come on the show, you know, again a long time ago. He was a great guest. <laughs> Junior hasn't been back for a reason, uh, <laughs> and um, we got a new one as well. So you know, mix it all in all the different angles. But you know, it's gonna be our
0: biggest pod yet, and, yeah, and it's also a special celebration. So
1: it is, and also you know, I have won the past two movie drafts, so I might just throw. <laughs> Just so somebody else feels pretty good about themselves. But, um yeah, if I go three for three, uh it's pretty bad. But I got
0: to keep adding yeah. people until I can win one or at least not get last place.
1: Fair enough. But it'll definitely be a fun one. The 90s was a great era. And, yeah, I'm excited for the draft. It should be a good episode.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh Thanks for sticking with us. Cody, any final words for the people?
1: I got a couple. Stay captain.